The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Diet Coke. And I'm Lilith. And, and this, this is, is our House of Snacks. Iconics. We kind of crazy whiffed. with the timing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I play kinda... myself. I definitely like, for reasons that I can't explain, I uh-huh. had a distinct moment where I chose and I stopped and chose to insert a pause where there normally wasn't one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I also, I was, I, you know, stuff happened. Listen, listen, listen I, I've talked. I've already talked about this on a separate podcast I do that's top secret that hasn't actually hap- started yet. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to podcasts at a lower speed because I'm a freak and a pervert. I'm on point six God, these days. so fucking weird. But I find that like... When I, you know, as all podcasters do, when I when I go to do a podcast, I enter podcast voice. Right. And I feel like my listening habits have altered my perception of what oh, podcast wow. voice is. I feel like in many ways I'm speaking at point six, my normal speed. I don't know if it's noticeable. Andrew it, said he did kind of see it. I'm kind of starting to notice it. That's right, okay. Well, I'll start to pick up the pace. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is how that is how podcasts sound to me when people talk at normal speed. Like I'm consciously trying to do right now what normal podcasts right, sound right. like to me now, and it sounds like this, and it freaks me out. Your brain is, <laughs> it's, I, I, I. There's, there's some stuff that goes on with it that I don't understand. <laughs> that's I think a uh, you know that's that's. I mean, oof. Uh, <laughs> we believe that. Yeah. Uh, what I mean to say is uh, Diet Coke. That's uh-huh. Diet Coke's trick right there. <laughs> right, right, right. So I saw Barbie. Are um, you, uh, let me ask you this. Yes. Are you an established Gerwig head? 
I'm ashamed to say that this is actually my first Gerwig. Show. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Unless there's something that I've seen that I'm not aware. Of. Do you ever see uh, Francis? Ha! Huh? Missed it. Meant to watch it. Never got around to it. It's yeah, I'm looking at her entire Derek. filmography. Did not. I have not movie. seen Lady Bird. Did not watch Little Women. This is, there's no shame in this. I'll tell you, I mean, to give you yeah. my position, I don't know if this makes you feel any better. I uh-huh. I turned on Gerwig with Lady Bird. So oh, okay. I'm kind of hoping Barbie will be a return to me enjoying Greta Gerwig. But I really, really, I strongly did not care for Lady Bird. But I liked her stuff. Um, now I'm doing the fucking hipster thing. Oh, I actually liked her before her big hit. Um, I did. I have seen a movie that she was in. What's that? Greenberg. Oh, see that and <laughs> the, the other her old movie that I also hate. Uh, yeah, I guess what I mostly like is Francis Ha, huh? Uh huh. Uh huh. Here's the thing. I think you're going to love Barbie. I, I, I have a suspicion. I think Barbie is an incredible film that is right over the plate for someone like you. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is in many ways a movie that I think I could most compare Barbie to is the Super Mario Brothers movie. You're not the first person to say that, and that's Am I very not? exciting to me. I mean... Yeah. The thing is, the re- I, it, the first person I heard say that is not someone I know, uh, uh-huh. but I follow the Super Mario Brothers movie archive on Twitter, right. and anyone who follows them knows that they retweet any person at all that mentions the 1993 yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie, and so that is that is how that tweet came to my attention. It is an adaptation that goes go it, you know takes the source material so much further than it ever you know there's there's so much more text that is extrapolated from a fairly simple text yes. has some politically interesting things to say and involves an alternate universe <laughs> that uh the the back and forth between which is causing a lot of problems for both worlds I, lo- I love that. <laughs> and it, it, I'm a fan of this premise. Just, <laughs> this like, very just like premise. swap Barbie for Mario and swap patriarchy for capitalism. And you <laughs> basically got... I'm the, into it. I'm fucking yeah. hyped to see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling is... One of our greatest actors, I have to say. <laughs> I will say this movie. There's a lot of I. There's a lot of pressure on Barbie uh-huh. because Ryan Gosling, like Ryan Reynolds, or like Ryan Reynolds, unlike Ryan Reynolds, but like Greta Gerwig, uh-huh. is someone who I once enjoyed quite a lot and have been a little sick of for a while. What? 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 What have you been watching recently that you haven't been enjoying from from the Goose? Uh, I'll tell you. I really did not care for his his work in Blade Runner 2049. This may be a controversial <sighs> statement. I uh, felt like I need to watch it a second time because I just like it it kind of fell off of me, which it's the sequel to my favorite movie ever, so sure. that probably doesn't sell you a good thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> I also uh, I really hated hated uh, First Man. Yeah, yeah, I Neil didn't Armstrong see that one. movie he made. 
Did you ever uh, see the nice guys? Well, see, here's all. Well, hey, we're in it now. Let's let's yeah. just go on a Gosling journey. I know? love a Gosling journey. <laughs> I do love a Gosling, honestly. I I came to Gosling. I think like a lot of people, and the drive was the first thing I saw him in. Okay. Okay. I knew him as like a fancy boy actor before that. Like I knew he was in some indie hits like Lars and the Real Girl and Half Nelson. I had seen Blue Valentine before uh, Drive. A very if I if I if I understood the word correctly on that movie, it's very sad and very erotic. Yes. Okay. Yes. One yes. of those the disco pigs. I mean, court. I will also say. Emily, that most people did not come to Ryan Gosling through some sort of indie darling. Most that, people came to I'm Gosling saying, like, through The Notebook. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. sure, The Notebook. But I think it was, if you did, if it wasn't The Notebook, it was Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, it was Drive, and I had somehow missed that he was in The Notebook. I knew him as the indie darling from Half Nelson and Lars Right, Lillian. right, right. Then I've been on a roller coaster with him ever, ever since. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's had some ups and downs. Crazy Stupid Love. His next movie after Drive was, uh, I, you know, I, I guess I'm being unfair because I never saw it, but God damn, did I hate that trailer and God damn, did I it's, see that trailer one million times in 2011? It's a, it's a stupid movie, but everybody in it is good and they're good at doing the stupid movie that they're that's, doing. That's what I hear, but I, I'll never watch it because that trailer. God That's fair. Damn, I hated it so much. That's fair. Then he does The Ides of March with George Clooney, a movie that I oh, quite enjoyed, actually. I really enjoyed The Ides of March. I'm back on board with the I goose. love a political thriller. Yeah. Place Beyond General. the Pines. Didn't see it. Heard it sucked. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, Gangster Squad. Not Didn't a hit. It. Kind of a bomb. I yeah. defend that movie a little bit. I remember that movie. It was a weird thing where it came out the same year as the terrible video game L.A. Noir. Yeah. And they're both about trying to take down the same uh, gangster. That's right. That was the 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 Zombieland guy, which the is Zombieland why I was guy in somewhat well. interested. In. And that's why I saw it. And I did kind of mm-hmm. like it. I don't know that uh-huh. it would hold up, though. Uh-huh. The Big Short, one of my least favorite movies. of I've skipped over Only God Forgives, which same as The Place Beyond Beyond. It's heard it sucked, didn't see it. The Big Short, one of my least favorite movies of ever, of all time. I hate that movie so it. fucking much. Uh, just the distilled essence of a smug uh, liberal who is yeah. technically correct, but completely ineffectual. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but Nobody was convinced by The Big Short. I would like to invite you, Lily, and the listener, though, to just go take a peek at the Big Short movie poster right now because you will immediately get a sense of the movie's biggest selling point, which is that every single person is wearing an insane, terrible wig. <laughs> you wow. see four of them brightly on display right on uh-huh. the cover. They knew what they were uh-huh. about. Bad hair pieces. So that movie sucks. Then yes. he comes out with the nice guys. I love the nice guys. I too love the nice guys. The nice guys, the so movie good. that made me accept Russell Crowe into my heart. Yeah. The nice guys where I where I learned what I still think is the true thing about Ryan Gosling, which is that he's better at comedy than drama. Yes. Yes. Then what's after the nice guys? Boom. La la la. La la land. Everyone <laughs> hates it. Everyone knows the Oscar scandal. You yes. ready for the twist, Lily? <laughs> I'm ready for it. I kind of like La La Land. I'm the only person in the world, apparently. I've never encountered someone else it. like me. But I not I, bothering to. Kind of like La La Land. Don't give a shit. Uh, well, I'm not saying it's like amazing or anything, but I thought yeah. it, I thought it was cute. 
You know, mm-hmm. actually, uh, Andrew Lindy, friend of the show, he was with me on that on that struggle, yeah. but no one else was. Then next up, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. We've covered that Can't one. I thought it was a whole stinker. life around, surrounded by people. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that, and we're gonna do that. What do you think? What do you fucking really think, huh? <laughs> I always feel I'm always torn between whether or not we should talk over the sound effects. I feel like officially, <laughs> I feel like we should. Uh-huh. But I never want to because I like the them end of it. Much. The end of it was <laughs> yeah. really the important thing. I want to know what you think. I want to know what you really think. Later in twenty forty nine, I think yeah. uh, I blame what's his, it was. It was that a Dennis Villeneuve? Yeah, I kind of blame yeah. him more than I blame Gosling. Yeah, but I kind of feel like that movie is like thinks it's doing something with the Gosling persona in this kind of uh, mm-hmm. stoic replicants role. That yeah. it's it just, it's not working for me. And if it's, it's not working for me on a fundamental level, it's very hard to get into these long sequences of him just sitting around. Uh, I want to get, I want to take another swing back on it because like I said, sequel to my favorite movie ever. It's got some of my favorite actors in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Gosling and, and Big Dave uh, Big Dave is phenomenal in the film. You will find me yeah. saying nothing bad about Big Dave's performance in that movie. I think that was a, yeah. a true bright spot that uh, does not last nearly long enough. No. no and then you got no. Jared Leto stinking up the screen in there. Here's Okay, here's I'm going to say my thing about Jared Leto. I may have even said it on this very Snacks podcast <laughs> before. I like that we're switching to a new format. By the way, spoilers. We're not doing it today. We can't talk about the new format today. I know, but like this is what we should be doing on the next episode that we're doing here. I I love that for us is all I want to say. Because we're fucking, we're we're, we're insane. Um, (laughs) Jared Leto is best. Jared Leto is a very entertaining actor when he is playing someone who's as awful as Jared Leto, the person. I think that holds true in Panic Room. I think that holds true in Fight Club. I think that holds true in Blade Runner 2049. Jared Leto's a horrible person, and so when you let him kind of be a horrible person, and especially a horrible person who gets his comeuppance, you know, gets his face destroyed by Edward Norton, or gets shot in the head unceremoniously by Dwight Yoakam, or whatever happens to him in 2049, he does die, right? I don't remember. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, yeah. He's a he's a shitty guy, and when shitty things happen to him, um, it's fun to watch. That's my Jared Leto take. He's not very good in other things, though. I respect that. I I I can't I can't get there for myself. He's not fun to watch for me. Uh, And then uh, I don't know. And and then Harrison Ford shows up, and it feels yeah. yeah, And then the Great Man is next, and and like you know, come on. I'm not seeing Who the, the fuck cares. So yeah. that's so that's where I'm at going into Barbie is like we've had two confirmed stinkers in my opinion uh-huh. and one probable stinker back to back to back. And Barbie you know, is I think going to be like a career defining performance I love for that. Gosling. I, I think that. that it is it is like playing to his strengths as a performer in a way that I don't think any other script or like direction or concept could. Mm-hmm. And if they do, if they try to make a sequel to Barbie, I'll kill everyone and then myself. <laughs> well, fingers crossed, folks. Should we uh, talk about our first <laughs> snack? Let's talk about our first snack. 
Trader Joe's oh, Joe's oh, oh. are a cereal made up of O's and O's of toasted whole oats. Trader Joe's Joe's O's are well-rounded nutritionally and metaphorically. Each Joe's O enters the O of the bowl, the O of the mouth, and finally, the O of the toilet. Because Trader Joe's Joe's O's are loaded with four whole grams of fiber per serving. The crunchy delight of Trader Joe's oh, Joe's no, O's oh. will have you saying, Oh, Trader Joe, oh, 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 how I love your Trader Joe's Joe's O's, oh, so much. Whoa. Oh. Trader Joe's Joe's O's, oh. Okay. Okay. So these are they're Trader Joe's uh, uh, Cheerios? Uh, yeah, I mean, these are Trader Joe's Cheerios. Yeah. Small thing I'll note about this. How, yeah. Let me ask you, do you recall how much you paid for your box? No. The Portland Trader Joe's on a Saturday. I feel like I yeah, could, don't course. even have to complete that thought. Sure. I'll, uh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, the Long Beach Trader Joe's on a Saturday where I also found myself can be quite a thing, too. Yeah. So I yeah, understand. Yeah. Um, the website says they're $1.99 for a 15-ounce box, which is a great yeah. deal because it's a huge fucking box. Uh, uh-huh. But I at my Trader Joe's, they're only $1.49, so it's even cheaper. Yeah. So it's a, a cheap cereal. Yeah. Want to eat a Trader Joe's cereal? Wait, first ask me how many O's are in the thing. How ask many me, O's are in the thing? There's three. There's Trader Joe's and there's Joe's O's. Like from Mario. Oh, And there's God. three Mario's. Um, these taste like Cheerios. I was actually curious about uh, how many O's you managed to fit into that snack description. But... 34. Oh. Well, 34 when I first counted, but then I think when I actually edited it, because I had to count them in the sentence to figure oh. out how many I needed. But and then <laughs> I don't think it lined up. But when I counted them in the sentence, there were 34. These aren't as sweet as Cheerios, or maybe I'm just used to Honey Nut Cheerios. I, I think you're used to Honey Nut Cheerios because every time I eat Cheerios, I'm always surprised about how they're not sweet at all. They're not, yeah. To me, these taste exactly like Cheerios. Uh-huh. I will say one thing from experience. They go stale a little quicker than Cheerios. Oh, which is great because they also come in a box that looks like you could feed an army. Yeah, huge box, huge box. But they're cheap, so... Yeah, for me, it's kind of like who cares, you know. <laughs> um, they taste exactly like Cheerios. I yep. can't eat the honey. They do have honey ones. Um, yeah, but I uh, Margo picked up a an, a, a honey one. Oh, they oh no. Well, I actually haven't tried the Trader Joe's ones, but I know the real honey nut Cheerios for some reason always uh, not to be gross, and it's not gross because they don't give me the shits. They just give me insane stomach pain, <laughs> insane insane stomach pain with normal shits. For some reason, happens every time I eat Honey Nut Cheerios. When me and my mom were living together, which was uh, through the majority of the, you know, the pandemic years. Uh-huh. Um, I know we're saying it's post-pandemic right now, which is fun. Uh, it's fun and fun to Fun to imagine. <laughs> fun to imagine. Um, but during most of the years where everyone was calling it a pandemic, I was I was staying with my mom. And we went through... Honey Nut Cheerios, like a place that eats a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I could, I because I do really like them. 
Yeah, but they're delicious. Uh, yeah, it's it's like knives going into my stomach every time. I, that maybe sucks. I should try the Trader Joe's one, see if those are any different. I don't know if that's worth the because this is exactly like Cheerios, and I tell you what, I don't like Cheerios very much. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll get to it. These yeah. are a wood buy, wood eat. I'm not super enthusiastic about it, but at the same time, like sometimes it's nice to force myself to not have a super sugary cereal for breakfast, and I guess Cheerios are good for that. These are cheap as shit. They'll, uh-huh. uh, you know, when you're in times boring. of struggle, they'll keep you. Yeah. They'll keep your kitchen stocked in the morning. I think yeah. they're a solid buy. So for me, I don't enjoy the experience of going to Trader Joe's. Generally, see, as me as as a pervert who whose favorite thing is to go to the grocery store, Trader Joe's is kind of like, uh, yeah. like the I don't know what it's like. It's like it's like a real dirt, <laughs> dirty. It's like a real yeah. rough example of it that it's invigorating, I find. But it okay, it's it's far away from where I live. The mm. parking lot is always a nightmare. Classically, every Trader Joe's in America, terrible parking yeah. lot. Yeah, terrible parking lot, super busy. I don't even want to enter the store is the thing. That's like, fair. And there's yeah. and there's difficulties there. Also more frequently mm-hmm. uh beset by solicitors in my experience. But yes, yes, yes. So Joe's gonna be a would not buy it's cost money and where is it getting the money from i don't think so and uh it's a it's a would not eat no! so yeah that's, that's fair that's fair that's you know uh i i, I hate to do it but no! uh thank you uh, <laughs> such a <flawed> <laughs> i mean that's fair this is definitely like however you feel about yeah. cheerios you're probably gonna feel about joe's especially if you're a yeah. regular trader joe's customer like me and, like, if I need Cheerios for, I guess, like, making a craft project or something <laughs> like that, I'm not going to fucking Trader Joe's for them. I will say they are cheaper than Trader than Cheerios, which is often yeah. what brings me to Trader Joe's, is if you know how but, to shop there, you can get some deals. But, you know, uh, uh, Cheer- uh, Cheerios are some of the most frequently, uh, you know, bag cereal ripped off. I mean, that's true. That's essentially what the Trader Joe's ones are. Yeah. So, like, I can just get those at any grocery store, and I don't have to go into a Trader Joe's. You know what shocked me? Not quite scandalized me, but shocked me at the Trader Joe's yesterday. What's that? So They have a lot of knockoff cereals, and most of them are, like, pretty on the, like, healthier end of the spectrum. You know, it's, like, Cheerio knockoffs, shredded wheat knockoffs. Yeah. Usually the the most sugary one you'll see is, like, the Frosted Flakes. Uh Uh-huh. Today I discover they have a Trix knockoff now. What? Which is a huge <laughs> like they're they're making a fucking move into the the true yeah. sugar cereal uh, game. Uh-huh. Kind of want to maybe review that for a further episode. I know we talked about having a certain guest on to talk about Trader Joe's in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do need to to have a certain guest on. But I guess uh, we would defer to them for the specific uh, products. Shout outs to Atlanta. I'm not giving out specific names, yeah. but uh, you Donald, know who you Donald are. Donald Glover is going to be on the show. <laughs> Donald Glover is going to be on the show. Um, Getting that episode three of Hollywood Handbook Energy. Woo! Should we talk about our next snack? Do you remember? I mean, I guess if it's in the first three episodes, you remember. They also make jokes the- about how, like, they, they make occasional jokes about how they used to have good guests on the show. <laughs> and we'll frequently bring up on episode three they had Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well uh should we hear that in second snack description let's do it 
Trader Joe's Jojo's are sandwich cookies. Two O-shaped chocolate cookies with an O-shaped spread of vanilla creme in the middle. The gluten-free Trader Joe's are made with tapioca starch, cauliflower, and other non-wheat starches. They're also kosher. Unlike the more popular Oreo, Trader Joe's Jojo's have small bottles of real vanilla bean in the cream to make you cream. I'm an abrupt horny turn at the end of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going extra long today, folks, (laughs) because we got a whole story about these Jojo's. What were you going to say? Oh no no! Uh, we no, we no. gotta we gotta Jojo. get into. The, we've already done we've already done the Jozos, and now we're getting to the Jojos. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a story about the Jojos. So sit down, listen up, and get ready for a Trader Joe's story about these Trader yeah. Joe's Jojos. Yes. So a while ago, I pitched to you the idea of doing Jozos and Jojos for together yes. on an episode. Because guess right. what? It's fun to say. It's fun to say Joe's Joe's and O's Joe's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Folks at home, give it a try yourself. Yeah. Trader Joe's Jojo's and Trader Joe's Jojo's. You can add the trader in there. It gives you a little space, but also introduced as an extra Joe. I, my, my sentences are like, it's like when you see someone at the end of a marathon and they're just kind of yeah, yeah. falling down as they walk. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway, I pitched this to you and I sent you pictures of both the products so you'd know. Right. And it was the blue blo- blue box of the yes. classic Trader Joe's JoJo's Oreo knockoffs. Uh-huh. And I went to the store. I got my got my little ass over to Trader Joe's. And I see not the classic blue box. I see an orange box that says gluten-free on it. And that's yes. all I see. Uh-huh. And I don't even think twice because it has been like this for a while now. And so I just grab it and I go home. I get home. First thing I do, we must have been at Trader Joe's at like the same time because I get home, open my phone. First thing I see, fresh message from Lilith. I could only find the gluten-free JoJo's. You had fallen into the same pickle as I, except I didn't realize. But I don't go to Trader Joe's very often, so I didn't even know. So you send that to me and I'm like, oh yeah, I think that's just the design of the box now because I I sort of internally had decided that's what happened because the the blue boxes just kind of went away and we only see these now. And I think in my head I had confused the fact that real Oreos are naturally vegan. They're a a vegan favorite treat. I think in my mind I had just conflated that and thought, oh, I bet they were always gluten-free. They just started calling them that. And that's what I told you. And I, I brought this up to Margo, and she was like the same thing. I was, she was like, aren't all Oreos gluten-free? And I was like, no, they're vegan. They're not gluten-free. That is refreshing to hear that, that Margo had the same uh, yeah. confusion I did. So I said that to you, and you were like, I don't know. You were you correctly called me out. You were like, I don't know about that. And I said, yeah. let me, you know what, let me, let me get the scoop. Let me do some research, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I go. And I'm putting in Trader Joe's JoJo's. I'm not even necessarily putting in gluten-free, but all I'm finding Uh, is the gluten-free box on the website even. The classic blue box. (laughs) Nowhere to be found. Uh Uh-huh. But there's like no... I'm not seeing any blog posts or anything about them being discontinued, which you'd think you would. They are kind of a Trader Joe's favorite. Uh Uh-huh. But then I find... I put in gluten-free, and I find multiple reviews from gluten-free blogs... These are dating back to 2013. 
Many of them mention the fact that there are gluten-free JoJo's and there are non-gluten-free JoJo's. These are two products that both exist. So I'm like, damn, Lily was right. This is this is not the original. But then I got to go digging and I get uh-huh. to Reddit. <laughs> I find myself on Reddit. The gluten-free blogs were not very helpful. There was one that was like the whole post boiled down to just she wanted to brag that her son liked her gluten-free cookies better than the Trader Joe's ones. Um, How is Reddit becoming the only good place on the internet? It's fucked up. And yet when you go for answers like these, often Reddit is the only place to go. So I found myself on the Trader Joe's Reddit and there were whole threads about this, right? Oh my God. It turns out, so multiple anonymous sources have said that they talked to Trader Joe's like managers or whatever and that the, Uh the blue box JoJo's have been discontinued. Okay. So the regular, the non-gluten freeze have been discontinued. That's what most people agree on. Now, there's some more uh, details, so it's unclear whether or not they've been fully discontinued. Because there are some people saying that the reason they were discontinued was because the bakery that makes them, Trader Joe's, had just expanded to a level where they could no longer keep up. Um, uh, so they physically cannot produce enough uh, classic JoJo's. And then there were other people saying that that was true. And also the plan is to bring them back once they find a new bakery. There are other people who are saying that they were discontinued and are coming back, but not because of the bakery, but because they want to rebrand them as, quote, organic. And the rumors are circulating around August as the return date. So uh, there's some kind of weird fucking shakeup in Trader Joe's right now where it's not quite clear. All this. And you know what? Trader Joe's, I've never listened to it, but Trader Joe's has a podcast. You see it <laughs> on the store. You'll see like signs advertising it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, what the fuck do they talk about on the Trader Joe's podcast if not this, you know? And yet somehow the news just isn't really out there, but the rumor mill seems to suggest that they are temporarily unavailable at least, possibly permanently discontinued, possibly coming back in August, either with a new bakery or a new branding or both. I okay. Uh, this is first of all some fantastic research. Thank Second you. of all, Diet Coke. I don't know if you've listened to a corporate podcast before, I mean, yeah, but I haven't. So I never. They're never going to talk about like the Internal. intricacies of like you know oh keeping certain product on the line. Well, they're sure, be but like, like well, well, when you when I say the yeah. word leadership to you, yeah, I mean, what right. does that mean? I think it's it like recipes and shit. Being though. synergistic among um. <laughs> horizontal lines of business and okay even then recipes podcast that's gonna be like well if you combine our delicious yeah they're just gonna talk uh, about what they have they're not even gonna bring up delicious what they don't have they're never gonna talk about oh and we don't have this you're right all right listen you're right but they should but they should talk about this (laughs) they should absolutely you're describing a better world that we that we should live in and that's why we're filling the gaps uh we are the people on reddit apparently (laughs) If you want this kind of journalism being brought to you in an audio format and not go have to go to Reddit, subscribe to House of Snacks. <laughs> go to patreon.com slash House of Snacks and give us money so that we can continue to do that. Um, I do have one small bit of additional info. Let's hear it. Um, which is that, so because of all this happening, pe- uh, JoJo's super fans have obviously been tracking where they're running out first because it does seem like that at a certain point they were selling off existing stock. 
Okay. Uh, and ground zero, the two twin areas which serve as ground zero, the first two areas where it's generally agreed upon that they went out of stock first were um, Southern California and the PNW. <laughs> so so we, we, okay. we were never going to get those blue boxes. So as of wow. right now, wow. in this moment, the gluten-free yeah. is the mainstream JoJo that is available at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had the gluten-free. Have you opened your mm-hmm. box yet? Can I ask you that? I have not. I'll tell you. No. If they're, I'll tell you, my little mini review of the regular JoJo is that I do like them, but they go bad pretty fast. So you go on to eat okay. these fast. Yeah, I think that that's what we've said about a lot of Trader Joe's. That is kind of the Trader Joe's curse, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to open up my box, as I can tell you are doing right now. That's what I'm doing, yeah. Open her on up. We've got two sleeves in a plastic shell, further sheathed in a plastic wrap. Part of it is they don't have that slit up here's one torn technology that real Oreo has. That's like a lifesaver in keeping them fresh. They don't reseal, and that's... That's a problem. That is All a right. problem. I'm going to get like two or three out. I'll tell you, I I always kind of expect these to like say Trader Joe's or something on them. But yeah. more so than most Trader Joe's, they look like a generic product. <laughs> they very much yeah. have a generic product design to them. This, yeah, this just looks, this looks very generic. I'm going to split one. Yeah. And see how it splits. I'm going to bite one and then I'm going to split ooh, one. That it split cleanly. It's a good sign, but, you know, it's not whatever. I took a bite. Mm. It's very tasty. It is a little, it's dry. It's for sure dry, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as you often encounter with gluten-free products. Mm -hmm. Although, if I can be honest. The cream is a little bit creamier. I do like the cream. I would assume this is the same cream as the regular JoJo. It's a little creamier. As mentioned in the in the intro, it does have those little, I called them models so that I could say motels. The packaging calls them speckles of uh, vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. They're noticeable. They're real good. And honestly, the dryness kind of gives it a specific character that I, 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 I don't hate. I kind of like. I don't hate it either. It makes them distinct in a way. Yeah. They're fine. That twist worked out really well on mine as well. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to step away for just a second to get a little milk to do a dunk test. Okay. Um, I'll just kind of vamp. Uh, these are, they're very crumbly. They're very, you know, they're getting into corners of my mouth. But again, they're fine. You will, you will probably enjoy them if you eat them. I will get to, you know, proper ratings when Diet Coke comes back. But, uh, we'll, we'll probably just cut all of this. It's fine. Fine. I, I I can't really hold down a podcast by myself. This is something that I I know about myself. It's okay. It's okay. I need to lean on other people, and that's okay. It's just hard. It's hard to you know. It's hard to lean on other people sometimes. It's not. It's not always the easiest thing to do. The crumbelievable. Very, very crumbly. Yes, Lily, to play on some the last thing that I heard you say before I set my headphones down. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the dunk test now. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how they dunk. Uh huh. Traditionally, I'm not a dunker. I traditionally am, and I'll tell you that that dryness makes them real thirsty. They soak up, and they mm-hmm. do. You know, they wilt fast. So do a gentle dunk, but. It does kind of create a really delightful combination of textures. <laughs> Sorry for saying really delightful like that. 
You know, really delightful combination of uh, textures. Huh. <laughs> um. I do not even want a third one. I don't think that that's because they're bad. I think it's just because I don't particularly want a third one. There's a buildup of crumbliness, you know, of Oreo, of Jojo bits, getting in all the nooks and crannies of my mouth that is not conducive to talking into a microphone. They really, the dryness stacks. I'll tell you. Yeah. The more I taste them, though, the more I do like the dryness, it gives them a real distinction. Yeah. It's almost animal cracker-esque. A little bit, a little bit. Um, in a way that I, and it, all, it, it reminds me of some other dry cookie that I love for how dry it is, but I can't quite place. Hey, everybody, it's, you. everybody knows me. It's Tony Cuts, the resident house of snacks editor. If you know me, you know I love cutting audio and I love cutting cold cut sandwiches. Uh, I got a little note here, a little email from uh, Little Miss, uh, what's her name there? It's uh, Little Zevia Cola or whoever she is. She says, Hey, Tom, got a favor to ask. In 102, this is episode 102, I don't know if you know. Uh, in 102, I say that the gluten-free JoJo's remind me of another dry cookie that I couldn't quite place my finger on. Today I was walking to the library and I remembered. Could you drop in a little note explaining that they remind me of the chocolate cookie core inside the Ben and Jerry's flavor, Boom Chocolata? I always loved how it kind of, and then she says in parentheses here, sorry if this sounds gross, but she says she loves how it kind of sucks all the moisture out of your mouth so that you really taste and absorb the ice cream flavor. She goes on to say, I've always had a hard time describing that chocolate cookie core, but now I know that it tastes exactly like the Trader Joe's gluten-free JoJo's. Thanks, Tony. You're one in a million. Oh, that's sweet to say. Sincerely, Diet Coke. I don't know why she always puts Diet Coke at the bottom of these emails. P.S. I was walking to the library to return the insider. I loved it. Thank you for the recommendation. Oh, that's good to hear. I was telling her about The Insider. Folks at home, you haven't seen that. It's a movie with uh, Russell Crowe and Al Pacino about the evils of unchecked corporate power and to a lesser extent, the evil of cigarettes. It's a great movie. I remember I saw that in the theater. This is uh, this was one of uh, early dates with me and Sal, my boyfriend Sal. This was when I was living at the desert, living in the desert, rather, excuse me. We saw it at the... Uh, the Barstow Station Cinema. Hey, you ever been to that cinema? It's got a real funny name. It's called Barstow Station Cinema is the place. That that whole sentence is the name, and it's the place, like the uh, apostrophe. I don't know. I haven't been there in many years. I haven't lived in the desert in many years, but uh, back then there was always a problem with the audio. It was always, uh, it would come in real quiet. I would cut out, uh, which, uh, you know... It, it, it was kind of a frustration, but it was a little nice for me and Sal. We got a little chance to get talking. Hey, look at us. We're still together 20 years later. Anyway, I uh, hope you're all enjoying the episode. Uh, check out The Insider. It's a good movie. Uh, maybe you like Diet Coke. You can find that. Oh, I used a real name. I broke the bit. Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm drunk. Uh, but check. She found it in the DVD at the library. Maybe you can, too. Uh, don't. Hey. Goodbye. 
Have a nice one, everyone. Bye-bye, and don't forget to support your local public library. Okay, bye-bye. Mm. I like it a lot, but the other side of that coin is that buildup is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you eat a couple of these in a row, especially if you're not dunking. You feel mm-hmm. like you got a mouthful of friggin' uh, sand. sand over here. Uh-huh. It's a tasty it's coarse, sand. It gets everywhere. You know, chocolatey, delicious sand, but it's still coarse and it still gets everywhere. Yeah. So, um... You're going to fucking spend your whole life around surrounded by people. We're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to do that. What do you think? What do you fucking really think, huh? I'll tell you. My memory of the regular JoJo's, which I have had in the past, is mm. the dryness was not this much of a factor. And I think right. even with as bad as the buildup can be, I think yeah. I kind of like the gluten-free ones better. Okay. But, I mean, they are also like a dollar more expensive. Um, I yeah. thought th- I thought that was just inflation when I saw the price of these fucking things, but right. it's because they're the gluten-free ones. Uh, that being said, I like these a lot. I'm gonna call these an occasional wood buy and a wood eat. I'm a fan. So, um, I like that vanilla stepping, bean cream too. Sorry, go ahead. Even stepping past my aversion to setting foot in a Trader Joe's, which I will still do for this show, but probably won't do a ton of outside of that. Uh, I still don't think I would go out of my way for these over a normal Oreo, which is why I'm going with a would not buy. It costs money, and where is it getting the money from? I don't think so. Uh, however, I do enjoy the taste of these quite a bit, so it's a woody. Got a good taste. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> should we bring in the fucking snack keeper? Yeah, snack, snack keeper. It's this one's running a little long, so maybe uh, I really hope you're over the whole Taylor Swift thing because that seems to be dragging. Well, honestly, that 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 brings me to what I wanted to discuss today. Oh, great! It occurred to me that when Snack Taylor Swift broke up with me because of people's reactions to the podcast, mm-hmm. that something needed to change. Oh, I can't stop doing this podcast. I am bound here by right. snack law. That happened okay. off air, probably. Or maybe it happened probably. on air. Well, who knows? Sure. So what I think needs to happen is the podcast needs to improve. Oh. So I'm here to tell the listener that my name is Snack Keeper the Third. I have all the memories of Snack Keeper 1 and 2. Uh-huh. And I live in the house of snacks, and I'm sort of a crypt keeper esque figure. Because there's new okay. listeners, you know, and they hear the snack keeper, they don't know who I am. So I think we should That's explain who I am, up. just right. so, so new listeners understand. I also would say that we should keep it more towards a half hour, but I guess you weren't listening to that one today. Sorry. So I'll just wrap things up here and mm-hmm. say goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.